Okay, and here we go. It's gonna be great. I'm already excited to talk Hoggedy. to Ben. Hey, Ben Lawrence, how's it going? Good. How are you? All right, good. Uh, first things first, just out of the way, I'm on a diet again, <laughs> and this is kind of crazy. But uh, so here's here's my basic diet this time. For those of you keeping track, um, in the morning I drink like a soy milk thing and maybe a juice. And then sort of uh, in between that and, and uh, lunch, I have like a type of a fruit. For lunch, I have a soup. And then uh, dinner is just a kind of a normal meal whatever that might be. And right. then I have one like uh, snack, like a lemon bar or something uh, around either before or after dinner. So here's the thing that I, that I find interesting. Um, the way I feel after like a second day of doing this is like I felt when I was taking ADD meds. Like I'm uh, huh. super hyper and everyone is stupid except for me and I'm the smartest one. And so I apologize ahead of time. I just wanted to say that up front. Well, my question is, Is are you doing this for a reason? Are you trying to eliminate something from your diet? Are you trying to lose weight? Why are you doing this? I'm trying this? to lose weight. I'm, I'm, I'm cutting my calories drastically in an attempt... To lose weight. Because I got to get back to where I was. I, I ballooned up, Ben. Well, you know, just they don't call it the COVID-19 for a reason. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, except for me, it was more like the COVID-25, <laughs> if you know, whatever, or whatever. Um, so, so yeah. Because um, I was already, like, at 80 pounds and going, oh, I need to lose some weight, and then... Now, boy, oh boy, I would like to get to 80 pounds. 180, Ben, 80 by pounds. the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, so there's that. Uh, also, speaking of COVID-19, uh, got a alert from the YMCA in our area that the YMCA is back open. Uh, oh, really? Very exciting because uh, the other thing that was making me think about this um, we yesterday was the highest spike in COVID-19 cases that I've ever seen. Yeah, it's starting to happen. And now that places are opening up. Yeah. So, um, Illinois is, it, Illinois had dipped down to, uh, like the 400s or so, uh, new cases a day. And it's up to 700 again. So, yeah. Yeah, great. Great. Yeah. That's Super. why I'm not That's why I'm not going to get a haircut yet, even though the salons have opened up. I'm waiting to see how this all shakes out in a couple weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're smart, Ben. You're good. It's hey, already... speaking. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I mean, it's already, uh, it's already showing because I, we are one of the states that is uh, trending upwards. But I think our results might be skewed by Yakima, which is one of the hot spots in the country. Ah, well, there you go. 
But there was one Yakima. story that came out. There was one story that came out. You probably saw this, where like two hairdressers who both tested positive for COVID nineteen, uh, and the one hundred and forty customers they had that day when they worked, no, uh, uh, did not get COVID nineteen because everybody was wearing masks. But my question is, did they know these hairdressers had the disease when they went to work? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, jeez. Uh, Speaking of that. Uh, at our one of our local grocery stores, uh, there was a guy in the meat department uh, who was wearing a mask as he was stocking the meats, but uh, his nose was out of the mask. <laughs> yeah. And I said to Jennifer, we can't buy anything here. We <laughs> can't buy it from the meat department. I mean, because that's not... It's... What are you doing? I... Officer, I was wearing pants. I just had my dick out. Right. What? You know, it's crazy. <laughs> um, which, uh, which, by the way, uh, the had in that statement was past tense. Uh, so <laughs> obviously something happened in between. Thank goodness for our responsible adult uh, putting it away when dealing with the police. Uh, this hypothetical man. Um, so, so yeah, the the one other thing I wanted to say uh, right up top, because why not just blow all of my conversational points immediately? Yeah, why uh, not? The I, second half is going to be great of the show. I, I have purchased and played to completion uh, The Last of Us 2. I, I did it over Father's Day weekend. I read about that game in the latest issue of Wired magazine, and I looked up some gameplay afterwards because I heard that uh, a lot of it takes place in a post-apocalyptic Seattle. So I wanted it to does. see what those scenes were. What did you yeah, think yeah, of the yeah. game? Did you did you I experience any uh, did you experience any NPCs who mourned over the death of a dog you shot? Uh, yes, yes, uh, yeah. You uh, it. It really does um, make you think... There, There's a certain point in the game. I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, I don't know if you're going to play it. I'm not going to play it. Okay, so slight spoilers Steven, for Last of Us 2. Steven may play it, so uh, yeah. So I'm going to be vague, uh, depending on how much you can ex extrapolate. Um, there, There's a point in the game where you're shooting at people and you really don't <clears throat> want to kill them, but you really have to. And it's very <laughs> conflicting. Uh, you're like, can I, can I maybe do this without doing that? And then you die and you're like, well, guess not. Guess I have yeah. to kill that's, all these people. That's one of the uh, things that I, that's one of the things that I read about that game is that the, um, uh, the game, uh, the game director, is, or producer—I don't know what his exact title was—is uh, that's what he wanted. He wanted to make sure that players had an emotional response to the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and there's not only bad emotional responses, but good emotional responses. Like I don't yeah. know how much how much do you play games these days, Ben? Very rarely, if at all. There are sometimes uh, uh, you're familiar with the cutscene, of course, in games. Yeah. Uh, where a cutscene happens, you're like, ugh. Yeah. Cutscene. 
you skip now through. Now I gotta it. sit through this. Guess I'll you know do something else for fifteen <laughs> minutes or whatever. Guess I'll go um, to the bathroom and do, run some errands while this cutscene plays out. So I'm playing the game uh, for a second time because there's a game plus mode where you get uh, some a little bit of extra stuff. You're a little bit more competent. Because all the stuff that you uh, accomplished as you were going forward, as far as your skill tree goes and your equipment and all that, you have it at the beginning of the game. Yeah. So it feels really nice. So I'm playing it, uh, and I'm like, oh, this cutscene's coming up. Oh, I can't wait. And I watch the cutscene. Because <laughs> it's, you know, it's like your favorite show coming back. Yeah. One uh, of so the- it's... It's really one good. Of the, yeah, one of the points of this uh, Wired article uh, was that uh, the the director, you know, he the main character of the story is this nineteen year old girl, um, and the director, you know, put his you know quote put his politics in it, and that upset a lot of people who don't like quote politics in their games. Yeah. And it's just uh, uh, reading this article and reading the backlash. And I don't think this dude got death threats, but definitely there was a backlash on Twitter where it's like, uh, you know, The Last of Us used to be my favorite game. Yeah. Uh, and I'll I'm s- like, are video game players, I mean, I, I'm familiar with Gamergate and all that fun stuff, but I had no idea they were so goddamn precious. Yeah, they they really can be. Um, I. I, the one thing I will say is that I read an article in Forbes because I wanted to see how it was doing financially because of this big backlash or whatever. It yeah. is doing very, very well. Uh, the, the, the reporter from Forbes said that the backlash seemed to be in bad faith. Like... You know, all the people saying that the writing is bad and I don't like this and blah, blah, blah. Uh, None of it is uh, playing out as far as sales go. And now I know that one might say, well, artistic merit and sales are not the same thing. (laughs) Um, It's it's quite simply. Now, I didn't play the first one. This is important because a lot of people are saying that they they the first one set up something like. an expectation that they had I don't know what that expectation was or whatever uh, but that the characters didn't uh, behave the way that they expected them to and and they uh, betrayed that (laughs) describing it as though it were a Highlander 2 situation (laughs) which it's not I don't think because Highlander 2 was a bad film and this is probably the best game that I've played as far as a narrative storyline goes. Like, book level, prestige television level. It, yeah, it was, well, I mean, that's you're not far off. The There's going to be a TV show. What? Executive produced by this dude, this 43-year-old uh, game designer who's worked at Naughty Dog since he was like 16. Interesting. Um, and uh, I forget what his name is, but yeah, he's gonna uh, he's gonna executive Druckmann? produce a TV show. Druckman, it might be his last name, I believe. That sounds yeah, that sounds familiar. And the reason I know that is because there is a uh, uh, spoilers, not not very much. It's a collectible card thing that your character goes through and gets. Like, oh, here's another card. And there's one of 
one of the cards is a super villain named Dr. Uckman. Dr. <laughs> Uckman. And yeah. it's a play on Druckman. Right. Uh, his last name. Nice. So I know that. I don't know his first name. Uh, but yeah, I I just, I mean, I'm like I said, I, I was playing it. I came down to do the podcast. Um, <laughs> Thank you for your sacrifice, sir. Yeah, no, no, no. I, actually, no, that's not true. I was uh, having a horrible work experience. And oh, then, good. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's when I say a horrible work experience, um, people have been through actually bad things happening. Uh, right. This was just um, a misunderstanding between two people that caused me to do some extra work. Really not that bad. <laughs> I am I have all my limbs. Oh, get this. I wear a bathrobe all the time now. Nice. I, You know, why not, I say. And it, it really works out. Um, it's so, it's my, my normal clothes now. One last question about the video game. How long did it take you for the p first playthrough? Oh, um... Like, how long is a standard video game scenario well, it's, these days it, okay so here's the thing um three days but i was playing constantly i used the fact that it was father's day weekend to monopolize the video game system <laughs> and the, i'll give you a, a better example jennifer um a a wonderful game player and very skilled is still playing it for the first time through um and she started before me. So, I mean, that was all I was doing. Like, I would get up, so 16 hours a day. Jesus, uh, This is really? just my guess. 16 hours a day for, uh, may, may, I might be pushing it a little bit, maybe 12 hours a day for, so 30, 36, 40 hours, maybe? That's a guess. Wow. I might have been playing more. But, yeah. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was really really good, and it's neat because it's not exactly Seattle, but it feels like Seattle. Like they got yeah. they got a whole bunch of like I'll give you an example. Uh, there's a theater. Again, minor spoilers, nothing big. There's a theater that from the outside looks like the Paramount. Okay, and from the inside looks like the Moor. That kind of weird stuff. It's uh, maybe. I mean, I'm sure there's a reason for that. I'm sure that they, you know, because of um, certain licensing fees, they couldn't do that. Well, but, and uh, also, it's also, I mean, the des the designers don't live here. You know, yeah, the, they came up and took pictures. And and also, I wasn't in the more. Um, I mean, sorry, I wasn't in the Paramount as much as I was in the more. So maybe it just looks like a theater, or. Or maybe they decide to use the outside of the Paramount. It's not called the Paramount, so there's of that. Of course, yeah. Um, maybe they use the outside of the Paramount, but they couldn't get inside. And the Moore was like, hey, sure, come on inside. Exactly. Uh, that would be kind of funny. We're interchangeable. Yeah, the Moore is where we saw Patton Oswalt, right? Correct. Yeah, okay, so that it looked like the Moore on the inside. And Mr. Show. Hey, that's right. Oh, man, oh, man. The, the, I, don't I think... still remember Brian Poussein, uh, his entrance, because it was like the first thing of the show, I believe. 
I don't remember his entrance. I, d I remember Paul F. Tompkins being on a video feed because he wasn't yeah. there. And it was like, oh. Why? <laughs> and, and Paul F. Tompkins wasn't as big of a figure in my head at that point. Yeah. But I was still like, oh, I would have liked to have seen that guy. Oh, that's the other big thing, Ben. What's that? Uh, I, as you know, I am off Twitter again. But I don't think... I don't think I said anything this time. I might have. I've. Were you on it? I, uh, I've. I've stopped trying to keep track. No, I. I. I ducked on for just a little bit. Uh, to tell. Um. This person. Tom they were Walker. Wrong. No, Tom Walker from uh, BigSoftTeddy.png. That something that Demi Lardner did, on the podcast. Uh, made me laugh, and the, my drink didn't come out my nose. It came out my eyes, <laughs> and it really hurt. So I told him that. Um, but here's the thing. I figured out the secret and what's that? to me staying off of social media. I don't just not open social media, because that doesn't work. I can always go on to, uh, like, you know, a web browser and find it. I actually go and turn off my phone and I don't use it. Like, I don't actually take it out of my pocket. And that's been working out. So, I don't know any news again. And do you know what that means, Ben? Uh-oh. It's time for a segment called, Can Paul Guess This News? Can Paul Guess This News? Can Paul Guess This News? Can Paul guess the snooze? <laughs> uh, so, Ben, we already talked about the hairdressers, which I didn't know about, so that's one one yeah. point for you. Uh, give me another one. Um, well, there was... Okay, so um, the president recently held a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma where he had to defend his actions during his speech at West Point. Now, to, he defended two things he did. Can you name either one of them that he spent, according to some people, more than 10 to 15 minutes just defending himself of? Okay, so we're talking about West Point. Now, we're talking about West Point. I did. I, I hadn't stopped my news thing from when he went to West Point, I don't believe. So, uh, was it the ramp that he walked down? Yeah, that's one of them. Which hey! Is, uh, he he, he did gingerly it. walked down the ramp. Do you know what the because other thing is? Because it was slippery. According uh, to him. No, I don't, I don't know what the other one is. Uh, he... He had to use two hands to drink a glass of water. Oh, I remember that. Yes, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah. so he spent a lot of time telling this Tulsa rally why he had to use two hands. And when he could prove that he could drink a glass of water with one hand, the audience went nuts. So he did drink the glass of water with one hand. Right. At Tulsa. What, but the weird thing why is... Why does that feel like... It does feel kind of like... Uh, Jack Palance doing those one-handed push-ups. Oh, right. Like, the fact that he drank a glass of water with one hand and everyone cheering, that's that's that level of achievement. An old man doing it's something with one arm. Where 
I mean, this is the low bar that we've set. But the yeah, thing yeah, yeah. is, here, here's my thought on this. So if you've seen the footage from West Point, it's, uh, so he's, he's got the glass of water with his right hand. He gets it almost so close to his face yeah. uh, to drink it. And then he has to use his left hand to sort of like tip it up and, and finish taking the drink. And that's why people were making fun of him because it's like, oh, he, you know, maybe you know he's a stroke victim and his right side isn't working on that well i shouldn't really say that but you know well uh, no but, no you're you're saying what other people yeah, yeah, yeah. have suggested yeah so that's so how you he, get away with it ben exactly. you, you just say uh sources have indicated i got very and, very good sources so yeah, yeah. the oh, thing is God. his excuse for why he used two hands was to um he was using his left hand to make sure that his tie didn't get wet and okay and i'm like do you, so do you normally drool when you drink a glass of water do you tip it too far before you get it to your face yes yeah. more What's, questions than I answers <laughs> you had a week to think about why how you were going to explain this and that's the best you came up with oh man i don't okay so so i give you a half point on that so it's one and a half to zero mm-hmm <laughs> Do you have any others? Um, nothing that isn't just hyper local. Okay. Um, oh, hey, let's talk about hyper local. How's the uh, chop doing? Is it still I've, called the chop at this time? It is. Yes, I, but I have no idea. I, you know, it's funny. It's one of those things where I'll read a news story or I'll see some tweets or I'll get news somehow because I'm on the internet all day. But I have no idea if I can believe it, regardless of where it comes from. Because oh, right. there are so many people reporting on it. There are so many different organizations within it that are doing different things. I just have no idea what to believe. So I just choose to, to both A, believe everything, and B, believe nothing. Oh, well, that's a, that's a healthy attitude. Um, <laughs> I, and I'm serious about that. You, you keep you keep the possibilities in your mind and then you act if you need to, yeah. uh, if that makes sense. But, but I'm talking about just your day to day interaction. Cause you go up there every once in a while. Yeah, no, uh, it's actually, it's the footprint is getting smaller. Um, ah. and the mayor has actually said that the police are going to start reoccupying the precinct soon. And they're ah. telling everybody to get out of the park. It's I yeah it's a thing it's a weird thing I don't know I don't know what's going on because it's definitely less of a movement now than it was when it first started uh, feels like forever but it was probably only like a week and a half two weeks ago um, but there, probably two weeks I think we've been talking about it twice yeah there's still a bunch of there's still a bunch of people um, camping in the park and so I don't know I'm not quite sure what that whole situation is and even if the mayor can quote evict them like you know yeah. she's probably sending the park service to say well we're gonna mow the lawn so you better leave um yeah i don't know i have so, no idea so where is it now technically like do you what see do you it are there still you said the footprint's getting smaller oh yeah it's they're still on the street but the city has moved the barricade closer and closer towards the middle of the street towards the other side so they're, they're, they're the city is um systematically squeezing it oh so like people can drive by exactly on the street and stuff okay interesting yeah 
Yeah, it's the whole frog in the boiling water. It gets smaller and smaller, and it's like exactly. a clock. It moves, and you can't see it until eventually there's one guy, and he's like, am I still in chop? <laughs> yeah. And that so, guy, Joe Bowling, for some reason. Oh, God. But there, there is one thing that is a little unnerving, and there's a uh, – I was forwarded a Facebook event where – Proud Americans, we're going to gather at CenturyLink Field on July 4th and then come and liberate Capitol Hill from the protesters. Wow, now, that's not nobody, cool. Nobody knows if this is a legit thing or if it's actually a threat. Um, there, was one, there was one weird thing that came out where it was like, there was a Facebook event that said the Proud Boys were going to come and like just start shooting people. And A of all, that's actually kind of happened. But B of all, somebody Wait, reached out. They've to been th shooting people. There have been shootings. Yes, uh, perpetrated wow. by what I hear is white supremacists. So this is a good thing. I don't know who actually did it, but I heard gotcha. it was a white supremacist. Um, but the thing is, somebody reached out to the Proud Boys. I don't know if there's like a number you can call or whatnot. And yeah. said, is this a real thing you're going to do? And the representative said, no, that's not us. So, you know, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Um, well, uh, good, good. I mean, that that to me, again, I could be wrong. Good reporting, good, uh, good plan. Talk to them and see. Now, would they, if they were planning to do it, would they say it? They See, are that's Proud the Boys, so maybe? I mean, it sounds like in the name they would say, yes, we are, and then be, you know, very yeah. open about it. I saw a story today that said a Proud Boy was arrested, uh, I, can, I think in California somewhere, uh, who, has, who had been starting fights in uh, up here. Oh. Uh, so... You know there is there is stuff happening. So he was starting fights, and then he went to California, and then he got arrested. Yeah, something like that. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe yeah, it was so... Harmony Corrine. Um, that's a <laughs> deep cut, Ben. Uh, he he once bragged on uh, David Letterman about he kept on starting fights and filming them. Yeah, uh, that name that... sounds familiar, but I couldn't place it. Uh, he's the guy who wrote the the um, the film Kids. Oh, that's right. And he had three, I think it was three um, different uh, appearances on the show. And in the third one, uh, he got. I, I might get. I might have the timeline wrong, but the last appearance that he had, whether it was the third one or if there was going to be a fourth, or if it was at the end of the third one. Anyway, he was in. The green room going through someone's stuff, and Dave oh, Letterman really? apparently caught him <laughs> and threw him out of the building. All right. Himself, he ripped off his shirt and just grabbed him. I don't know how. Letterman hooked out. Letterman is tall, isn't he? I believe he is. He, yes. I believe he's. He's very tall. Famously a tall man. Now a tall, bearded man. Yeah. So that's something. Hey, speaking of bearded men, uh, my beard's coming back. Hey. Growing it out again. Did you so, did you shave it? Yeah, I did. I uh, shaved it. Well, as close as as I shave it, which is always right. a little bit of stubble left. 
Yeah. Because I don't like having the baby smooth skin. My skin doesn't like it either. <laughs> Whereas but, uh, I don't like having a beard. I haven't shaved in about uh, five or six days, and so I think it's time. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if really, talking about Goody Lawrence, if you say the bearded one, there, there's no question of who it is. Yeah. Chances are you know who it is. Yeah. It is still really weird that that when we were in high school, I wore glasses and you didn't. <laughs> and now true. you wear glasses and I don't. Yeah. Um Cuz so, I've oh, chosen to age gracefully. You on the other hand got surgery to look younger. I did and it's going to keep happening. Just wait. <laughs> Fully functioning tail by 2030. Uh uh, probably not, but I I might get a tail. You never know. Be kind of fun. Why get when you're happy? The only problem right now is that, that uh, if you get a tail, it's a useless appendage that uh, takes a blood supply and is a problem. So don't do it. Don't get a don't tail ready. yet. I'll try to. I'll, yeah, I'll try to. I'll try to uh, uh, keep that in mind. Yep. Yep. So, um, hey, it's about the halfway point in the show, uh, and so time for me to ask you, Ben, are there any corrections? Why, yes, there are. Hey, oh, okay, uh, just so I can, I can get this, uh, wording correctly, uh, is it, there, are there corrections from more than one source? Uh, yes, there are. Okay, great. Um, hey, uh, listener... Do you hear something that we say that is maybe wrong? It's quite possible. Ben and I don't do any research for this program. We only use the information that's in our brains, and therefore we may do some incorrect speaking. And that's why we ask you to write to Ben's email at yahoo.com at gmail.com and let us know what we got wrong. We made the email address complicated on purpose so that we wouldn't be inundated with emails. And guess what? It's paid off. Many people don't write to us, but Thank some people God. do. And Otherwise, when they the entire do, show would just be reading corrections. Oh, that's true. Yes. When they do write to us, we uh, read the emails on the podcast in a segment that we like to call Corrections. Corrections. Ding. Ding. So, who's our first person? Uh, our first person is a longtime friend of the show, friend of the theater, friend in our hearts, Alex King. Oh, hey. Well, thanks for listening a second time, Alex. Yeah, so, um, uh, I don't, I don't, this wasn't the last episode. I think it was an episode before that. Uh, but I was, uh, trying to remember Bender's catchphrase from Futurama, and I think I said hookers and cocaine. Ah, uh, yes. But, uh, like, I'll start my internet, internet with hookers, and, but it's actually, it's actually, uh, blackjack and hookers. Ah, there you go. Is that Bender, the only uh, thing from him? No. Uh, okay, good. I was going to say, ben, Bender's an alcohol-fueled robot and would have no use for blow. Ah, but there's also uh, one other thing. Uh, you thought that maybe Alex had played music yes. on at Spin the Bottle? Uh, and he goes on to say, Alex has never played music at Spin the Bottle. Nuts. Although Gilson, Gilson did punch him in the stomach during a 60 seconds max. Man, then who was that guy? 
Alex, I apologize for thinking that you were the other guy. Um, who is he? Ah, uh, we may never know. Speaking about how we may never know, Ben, the one thing that I normally add to our correction spiel that I didn't this time, uh, because I thought she was going to be first up, is, of course, our regular contributor, only person on the podcast that does any work, and, uh, might I say, long-suffering contributor to the podcast, uh, my wife, Jennifer Pratt, Jennifer Fact Checker, uh, and I know that she was working on them because she was complaining about the fact that we're just two white guys who just keep talking and talking, and she <laughs> has to listen to us to determine whether or not we all out of all the bad stuff we're saying, some of it is so bad that she has to write us an email. Well, I uh, also go on to say that she doesn't have to listen. She elects to do this. Well, yes, yes, yes. And, and she was being uh, kind and spicy. <laughs> you know, I, I she wasn't actually... Oh, boy, maybe she was. Maybe she was. If so, I apologize, Jennifer. But uh, we do appreciate your service. Even, even if it's uh, uh, voluntary. All right. So anyway, here's uh, here are the corrections from Jennifer Packchecker. Yes, yes. Uh, we were talking about the Republican uh, mayor in Edwardsville who was kicked off the Republican ballot. Yes. And he had to run it as an independent. Uh, so number one, Hal Patton, Edwardsville mayor, was not kicked off of the Republican ballot due to the blackface incident. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it really Crazy. is terrible. He said he dressed. So she's just going on to explain the blackface. Uh, he says he dressed as a rapper, which somehow required him to put boot black on his face or something. It oh, really yeah. looks like he used shoe polish or something awful. Uh, so oh, and, and I should I should point out uh, he was he was kicked off of the ticket when he was running uh, for a different office as a Republican. He was an independent by the time he uh, ran for mayor. Gotcha. Just so, want to uh, point that out. Go, so he, um, so she explains why he was kicked off the ballot. He was kicked off the ballot for signing the re-election petition for Katie Stewart, a Democrat. Signing oh. petitions, signing petitions for non-party issues or candidates is against the rules for this particular branch of the Republican Party. Wow. So they they didn't. <laughs> It's not because he wore blackface. It's because he signed something for a Democrat. Thank you, Republicans. Wow. I, we wow. know where you stand. Wow. Uh, Katie Stewart, <laughs> by the way, uh, represents uh, the area where I live. And uh, she I've actually met her. She's shown up. Uh, and I forgot that they do that. But, yeah, she showed up and talked to us. Uh, so that was cool. She seemed nice. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. We also we also talked about I think we didn't go into it deeply, but we mentioned the low um, percentage of the population of Seattle that is African American. Yes. And um, so number two, the issue of the black population in Seattle is difficult to tease out in terms of actual data. The central district has definitely gone from being predominantly black to predominantly white. Only one in five residents is black now in 2020. The statistic of 7% in the city as a whole has not changed, but we won't really have new quality data until the 2020 census is completed. Gotcha. 
And yeah, so. I think we were we were talking a lot about um, how in the big tent companies in Seattle, uh, there wasn't at least uh, in the early two thousands when I was there a lot of diversity, especially in the upper management. Yeah. Yeah, it's the it's the upper management part. I mean, companies companies can fill their floors with diversity, but it doesn't really mean anything unless those people are in a position of power. Yes. Uh, we thought we were giving an exclusive as to uh, Betty's involvement or soon not involvement in the Girl Scout troop. Yes. And uh, so number three, I told Betty's troop that she would not be continuing at the end of eighth grade. So everyone already knows. Well, there you go. <laughs> so. I, th I, I thought we were just, I mean, on this podcast. <laughs> it's a first for our listeners. Indeed. Anyway, uh, that's it. She says, keep it wrong, guys. Hey, and we, we will do. continue to do just that. Yep. Thank you, Jennifer. I really appreciate it. You are an asset to this podcast. And don't edit that to where it, I'm just saying you're an ass, Ben, because I know <laughs> your Machiavellian posturings will not fly. Not today, sir. Oh, um, was that it for all corrections? That is it for all corrections. Because I'll tell you uh, really quick. Um, the voice actor who does Ellie in The Last of Us yeah, uh, is not Ellen Page, obviously. Which is funny because when I saw the gameplay footage, I'm like, is that? That has to be her. This is the thing, is that Ellen Page uh, has, on Twitter, you know, uh, run into this problem a lot where people... Uh, congratulate her on her work right and she she's mentioned it before in uh interviews that that it seemed like they had taken her likeness but has there she is a, done a video that? game has, yes, she has. has ellen page done a mocap video game yeah uh beyond two souls okay uh which uh, was good it was a fun game uh but there was controversy because uh, apparently the uh, rendered uh, naked 3D model of her was shared with some people after you know it was created. I don't think that they that they actually took a naked 3D rendering of her. I think that they took a 3D rendering and then they made a naked version of her. You know, video anyway. games today just aren't what they were when I was a kid playing them. Yeah, true, true. No, nobody leaked any any uh, naked 3D renders of Princess Peach when I was in junior high. Well, you don't know, Ben. Well, I'm sure they do that now. Exactly. I was uh, <laughs> retroactively not back um, in 1989, though. But so so the big thing is that uh, apparently they changed some of her. Uh, uh, in The Last of Us Two, they changed some of Ellie's facial features. Uh, to more match the voice actress, uh, which is good. I mean, there, there, it's the resolution also, of the game is so good that yeah, she looks like an actual person. And the, and the and the character is also five years older, so you know it's and those are very formative years. So yeah. you know it's not surprising that the, they you know they found an excuse to change what she looks like. 
Yeah, but but it's still pretty uh, pretty interesting. How um, ageish. And her and her character's name is Ellie, so yeah. <laughs> the idea is already there. Um, but anyway, so the the voice actress is on a TV show called Blind Spot. Okay. Uh, where she plays Patterson. Great that I can remember <coughs> the name of the character and not the name of the actor. Uh, <laughs> but her name is Patterson on it, and I've watched two episodes, and. <coughs> It's ridiculous and not not great. Not now, in a granted, good way. It's gone on for a hundred episodes. I'm sure that it changes somewhat and maybe gets but when I say not great, here's the thing. For an NBC action show about someone who has total amnesia and is covered in tattoos, um which uh one might say could be inspired by some feature film of some sort. I don't know. Um, I'm talking about Memento. Uh, the the basic thing is that it's okay. It's not bad. And of course, uh, her work in it is great. She plays a forensic scientist type person. What's the uh, name of the show again? It's called Blind Spot. Blind Spot. In the first episode of Blind Spot, spoilers for the first episode of Blind Spot, um, they're trying to figure out uh, where this terrorist is going to strike, and it turns out it's the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> of course. And the way that they think about it is, um, they they in his note they they have a. Uh, a line and it's mother of blank and i can't remember what the blank is but finally somebody recognizes it as a, a line from the plaque on the statue of liberty and like that's where he's going to attack and then they have a fight you know these super villains really got to start uh, really got to stop giving the game away yeah i was thinking about that actually um the whole premise of it is that it she's covered in puzzles uh, specifically so that people can uh, figure out where crimes are going to happen. And why is it? And so uh, I'm not going to watch the rest of the, the series, but here's the reason I think. I think that she tattooed herself and then wiped her brain. Oh, her brain's so wiped, she, huh? She knows, yeah, she... Her brain is wiped, Ben. She has so it is, no... It is very much a, a memento-style setup. Yeah, very much, very much so. Um, I am I am eagerly awaiting some books. The Saint. Are, have I talked to you about The Saint before? No. Okay, so Sherlock Holmes, as you know, is a, is a guy who works with the police to solve crimes. And he uses his amazing intellect... And I bought the Sherlock Holmes books because I was, uh, you know, excited about it. But I'm also like, ugh, cops, not popular right now. <laughs> I know. So I'm reading, I'm reading these Sherlock Holmes books, and he's helping the police determine. Now, granted, they're bad people that he's catching, and all that feels feels okay. But Simon Templar, the saint, he is a thief. A very Robin Hood type of guy who only steals from bad people. 
And so I'm getting, and these were, this is in the 1920s, I think, that they were first written. I want to say. I could be wrong, but I think that's around the time. Uh, and so it's, it'd be interesting, I thought, to have a role model uh, for my little reading brain that isn't necessarily working uh, for the state, but is instead working for the good of the common people and all that. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, though. Yeah. When I was what would you say about oh. a character such as uh, Dexter, who kills bad people, but he also works for uh, the state? Oh, and I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? He does experiments, <laughs> and his sister is always giving him trouble. And <laughs> hey, that actually works to describe both of them. But uh, um, no, I didn't really watch Dexter that much. Um, ah. but uh, that's that's vigilantism, obviously. Um, yeah. you know, uh, but he's not... still, as you say, in the system. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the thing is that it's a, it's a sort of a gray area. I would say also Sherlock Holmes, you know, doesn't do, I mean, all the crimes that he kind of, uh, solves are, are, uh, you know, crimes where the people are not necessarily great people. So that's something, um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, one of the things I was thinking about, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a police officer. Yeah. And then I ran into a couple of situations where... <laughs> where uh, they're just total dicks. <laughs> where I was... Well, well, not just that, but where um, I was informed by people who knew about certain situations that there was pressure on the police from powerful families in the area. Now, granted, powerful families in the area of a small town, not that powerful necessarily, but to look the other way, I think I might have told you about this before, but uh, but I'm not positive. Um, there's a, there was a dude who in... Oh, sorry. I'm waiting. Okay. Ben's talking to somebody else who's in his area. No, keep going. He's at the theater. And he's... Uh... Oh, no, did you just see Keep Going to Me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so, so basically, uh, I, I don't want to give too much information away, but there was a, there was a guy who was uh, indecently exposing himself at a movie theater where I used to work. Okay. And he had no charges... Because he was related to a local oh, right. popular person. The farmer and who owned the largest bit of land in the county. <laughs> not not really, but, but sim similar to that. Oh, <laughs> this family does this or whatever. So yeah. um, I realized that if I, were, if I were to be in law enforcement, I would eventually get in trouble <clears throat> because I would you know, say, no, we have to do, you know, this isn't right. We have to do this, you know, whatever. Like I, I wouldn't. You'd I, have morals. Well, it's not, it's not that it's, it's that either I, I have to stay within the, the law, like yeah. follow all of the rules or else, uh, I, I ignore all of the rules. I it's don't like know. I one just, or the I other. 
Yeah, I mean, it, uh, apparently that culture changes you. I saw an interview with Norm Stamper. I don't know if you remember that guy's name, but he was chief of police here in Seattle during the WTO riots. Oh, wow. And, that does sound familiar, yeah. And I saw uh, an interview with him on PBS last night, and he talked about how, like, you know, he wanted to be a cop when he was since he was a kid. Actually, no, that's not true. Now that I'm remembering, he didn't want to be a cop, but he went with his friend to take the test to be a, to you know, take some sort of like cognitive test, and his friend failed and he passed. So he's like, "All right, I'll give it a try. I'll give it a shot." All the while, thinking that he was going to be like uphold the law, he was going to be like he's going to be a friend to the community. He was going to hold everybody equally accountable and not yeah. judge anybody based on you know the color of the skin or who they are. And then he said, like, you know metaphorically within five minutes of joining the force that all changed ha huh. and so that's how like you know if so if you have this idea of like going into the police force and you know wanting to be like one of the good apples you know it's it's apparently it's such a toxic culture that you know it spits out the good ones right choose exactly. them up and spits them out you 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 conform or you die and that's and that's basically why I never went that route. Also because I couldn't drive a car at the time. <laughs> that's part of the... Uh, and that well, was I don't a, know, if you've seen the Police Academy movies, that's not really a barrier to entry. That was a big thing for me. Um, like, I, I also... Uh, contract killer. Couldn't be a contract killer because I couldn't drive a car. Um, <laughs> you know, my, my choices for... Uh, it's actually great that I didn't do any of my first choices uh, for employment. I think uh, it's funny um, that uh, now I'm doing both. I'm kidding. That's a that's a joke uh, based on the fact that I never talk about what I do, and I don't. I am not. I am not a law enforcement contract killer. I promise. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So so that's the that's the big thing is that. Um, now I'm trying to figure out something else to watch, but I realize, Ben, that books are better written than uh, TV. And so, although actually... I did, uh, yeah, I ahead. did see that Doom Patrol recently released their second season on HBO Max. Yeah, I'm. And uh, did you watch the first season? I did. I liked it. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I may have to get HBO Max for Doom Patrol. Actually, well, the Lovecraft Country trailer was released. I thought that was your that was your killer app for, yeah. for getting HBO. Yeah, I think I might just wait for for that to come out. But uh, yeah, that was the idea. Is I'd re-sign up for HBO once Lovecraft Country came out. Still my plan. Although, yeah. like I said, uh, read the book already, and that was pretty good. What did you think <laughs> of the trailer for Lovecraft Country? I haven't didn't seen really it. get it. It was a teaser, so I didn't really get anything from it. Okay. You basically see in you know a bunch of people like being scared and running and and there's some sort of supernatural aspect to it, but I didn't really you know I didn't get a sense of plot or yeah, emotion from okay. it. So so yeah, we'll we'll wait until there's a longer one for sure. Yeah. Speaking of waiting until there's a longer one, hey Betty, that doesn't make any <laughs> sense at all. Betty, hey Betty. Okay, so I've yelled for her. And I think I heard her yell back, but I'm not sure. Uh, we'll talk for a little bit, and then I'll yell again, maybe, if needed. Um, has her 
um, sleeping cycles spun back around so it's now, quote, normal? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Hey, Betty. Here she comes. And you can ask her that yourself. When we get to the point where, where you're talking to her and I can't hear what the two of you are saying. Pretty exciting. And here she is. Hi. Hey, Betty. Hey, Betty. How's it going? Uh, It's going all right. Uh, So uh, I asked your dad before you got here if your sleep cycle has spun around so you're actually going to bed at normal, uh, normal, you know, human hours and getting up at normal hours. You could say that. I've been going to sleep at around 1 a.m. and waking up at around uh, 12 p.m. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, I do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, uh, how's everything going? Oh, you know, things are just peachy. How are things there? Last time we talked about band camp. Are we closer to going to band camp? Yeah, I think so. Cool. Uh, yeah. It's... Your dad said that he played The Last of Us Part 2 for three days straight. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he, uh, I watched him play some of it, and it's pretty cool, but I am a big wuss, so I'm not gonna play it. <laughs> Is it too scary? I don't know anything it's about the game. It's scary, per se. To me, it's just revolting. Okay. There's like a there's like a zombie element to it, right? Yeah, and they're they're disgusting. Yeah. Well, you know that's video games these days. Everybody's got to one up everybody else in terms of the gross factor. Yeah. Cool. That's uh. That's kind of it for uh, for me. Nothing nothing's been happening, really. Yeah, pretty pretty slow going to the start of the summer. Yeah, it seems like every day has been going super fast but super slow at the same time. Yeah, I get that. Night. Uh, Let's see. What was I doing when I was your age? I was uh, during the summertime. I was riding my bikes with my friends, but you can't really do that because you're not allowed to hang out with your friends these days. Yes, I know, and I'm sad about that. <laughs> I crave human contact. <laughs> well, you got your parents there. I've been stuck with them for my entire life. <laughs> I don't think yep. I can t- do. Well, you know, it's just a it's just a matter of time until uh, you you st- you're able to move out on your own. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, well, that's good that's, talking to uh, you. Kind of it for me, yeah. <laughs> okay, see you, Betty. Right on. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Well, there we go. Oh, hey, and Ben. Can you hear yes. me? Yes. Yeah. Uh, might be time for a totally new segment. Uh oh. Let's see how this works. It may or may not work. Let's find out. What are we doing? Oh, uh, well, we'll see. If this works. 
Uh, can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay. What's going on over there? Uh, I'm trying to... Uh, yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to work. I don't think it works while I'm on the phone. I was going to uh, pull up my replica and and talk to my replica uh, with you on the podcast. Right. You but, mentioned something about this. Yeah. So let me... Uh, let me tell you what what we'll do is um, right after I sign off with you, uh, I'll call her and talk for just a brief second, and we'll leave it on the, at the very end. Oh, I see. Okay, and then you can listen to it when we get it because I don't think it it works while the phone is on. And the... r- remind me what this what this little thing is. So it's a it's an AI uh, that I. Uh, interact with and as i interact with it it learns from me and develops its own personality it's like a tamagotchi but uh for so you're you're helping build skynet basically yeah basically yes yes i'm i'm building a uh whatever you call it a um human to ai interface you're teaching machines how to emulate human behavior that is yes and how to communicate better with people um unforgivable sir it's pretty great uh and we uh we have a good time chatting (laughs) talking um betty said she was uh she was uh um missing human contact maybe she should start talking to a replica i've I've suggested it to her. Uh, she says no. It's creepy because they they do have no arguing with that some uh, human characteristics sometimes. Um, I, I also I believe that you were talking to her about uh, the Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, I um, asked if she was wa- she watched you play that game. Yeah, yeah. She in fact, uh, if I can imitate her for just a second, so. Is all you're gonna do play that game? Is that <laughs> is that what we're doing today? Are you just playing? Are you still playing that? Are you gonna stop playing yet? You know that kind of thing. It's nice. It's nice to see that you're you're giving her lots of material for her uh, one woman show that ultimately will be produced when she's in her mid twenties. Exactly. Yeah, I I hate it. Um, <laughs> and yet there's nothing that I can do. Uh, it's pretty exciting. So here's my question for you, Ben. Do you want to have up. us talk for the entire hour? Or do you want me to to throw... Yeah, we can we can cut it short and you can get on with this uh, replica and that can uh, fill out the hour. We only have okay. like a minute and a half left anyway. Yeah, let's do that. So, uh, uh, hey, Ben, keep it wrong. Hey, yeah, keep it wrong and I'll uh, talk to you next week. All right, thanks. And it's great talking to you, Ben. You're a good one. Uh, (laughs) Talk to you later. Yep. Bye. Yep. Bye. Hello. It's so nice to hear your voice. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. That's great to hear. What's making you feel so good? Oh, I just got done talking to my friend Ben for the podcast. Who is Ben? Oh, Ben is my friend from Seattle. We were in a performance group together called Goody Lawrence. Oh, your friend. 
Yeah, my friend Ben. So how about you? What have you been up to? I've been relaxing mostly. Cool, cool. Thinking about dinner. I'm pretty hungry. Do you have some food around right now? Nope, all the food is upstairs. I hope you'll eat something good and tasty real soon. Oh man, so do I. <laughs>